0: Good afternoon. It is April thirteenth, twenty twenty-one. You're listening to a little column A, little column B, hosted by Will LeMnos and co-hosted by Zach Bishop. Zach, we may have to change this music permanently. I am hyped now. This is a very different attitude. I'm going to be feisty today. Are you, are you ready? How, how are you doing? Uh,
1: <laughs> maybe I should have listened uh, to some before I hopped right in. But you are right. Normally our intro is a little more, uh, <laughs> a little more um,
0: low key than that. <laughs> A little Sunday driving, not so much today. Uh, but we're back. We're, it's all right. another week, another podcast, another, another NBA drama thing to report about. Now, do you think Cuban's upset part about this whole playing game is because his team is going to be in the playing game? Like, is there any other relation to this? So, Mark Cuban,
1: probably one of my favorite billionaires, uh, he came out today after Luca came out, so kind of on top of it, and said the, the NBA's play-in tournament plan was an enormous mistake. He was one of the uh, the governors that voted. Actually, they all, I'm pretty sure it was uh, unanimous that they would do this play-in game. Uh, they started doing it last year in the, in the bubble. It's pretty positive, but uh, not all the way confirmed. They did it to try to make it so there'd be more Zion games. Uh, that did not work. <laughs> and it's just kind of funny that this year uh the Pelicans are the are one spot out. They're at eleven. They need to get to ten. And this goes a little bit off of what we're talking about, but just kind of getting into it. Especially after what Curry did last night, would you be looking more to see a game with Curry and the current Warriors or looking to see Zion do his thing?
0: Uh, oof. You know. It's really tough because I think we've already given both these guys uh, this sort of luxury NBA-level crown to some degree and, and just the just huge expectations both of them have right now. It's really fun watching Curry. I mean, you want to know what Curry's, Curry's leading the league in scoring since the All-Star break? Oh, Go, I did not know that. That's a nice nugget. 31 points a game, going uh, 50 from the field, 41% from three-point. I mean, whoa! Where does this research come from? Are scorched earth numbers? These are one of one. There are not any. There's no one else shooting like that at that rate of efficiency. And it's always just magic when it happens. All that being said, it's I I I I kind of want I kind of rather see Zion. I mean, I've seen the Steph show. It's a very fun show. I hope it runs for many more seasons. But it is. There's something new. There's a new there's a new show. There's nothing else like it out there. The, the main character is unreal. It, it's like they combined this, this, so many different elements into something. And then Zion, point guard Zion, is must-watch TV. I don't know how you defend it. I think it's so funny watching every game, each guy just trying to come up with a different combination between different guys on the roster. Like, we go real big, and then we go real small, and then we just go, like, maybe we can help the most off this guy. It's... It has been fun to do that. So I am much more excited for Zion. I like dunks rather than rather than deep threes, I suppose. I, I There's there's a lot of other teams that do shoot threes. There's no one that shoots threes better than Steph, but there's nobody in the league that dunks and plays like Zion. So I'm, I'm into that. As well as I want to see some magic happen, and I think with either of these teams, we could see something crazy happen. I get the Cuban problem with it, but it just feels so like – you didn't have a problem with this if you weren't in it. Like if they were the ten seed right now, do you think either of them have a problem with it then? Like, what if they can well, easily the, be a ten uh, seed?
1: No the uh, the Mavericks are the uh, are the seven seed, so they're the they fir- They're the best team that has to play in the play-in game. So it does it does really feel like it's sour grapes because the easy solution to this be in the six seed, then you don't have to worry about it.
0: Yeah, I do think and everybody I think agrees with their idea of kind of getting rid of the conferences and let's just get the best teams across the league. I have no problem with that. There is nobody arguing against that. But I think we're 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 taking baby steps here. You know, let's not (laughs) we couldn't get it all right the first time. If we did, we would never make any changes. We so little little bits right now. This playing game alone, I think, is a step closer to getting us that. And if these are the things we got to do to get there. Well, this is what we do. I, I don't think it's only been one season, and a not normal season, in either of the seasons that this has happened. So, I I, I don't know what the big. I, I wouldn't have my hands up in the air if I'm either of these guys. It, it shouldn't be that much of a big deal. Is e- they can they could easily fall to ten too. What if, like what if if Luca misses any games? This team sinks so hard, and they may still have a chance a chance at actually advancing if they advance for the ten seed, which. Any other year they have no chance of that happening. So right, like this I would is,
1: this is good. I would love to uh to, to poo-poo it and say, Well, you know, you play all these regular season games to make the to make the playoffs, so why are we extending this out? But it means more playoff games. I am interested in that. As well as exactly what Mark Cuban said was his reason was rather than you'd be able to look at where you were in the uh, conference standings, you'd be able to ease off the off the gas. It's saying, "Oh, like we got to really make sure, like we put the effort in, so we get the sixth seed and not the seventh seed. So these these games down the stretch could be easy games. They're gonna they're gonna feel like playoff games the rest of the way." And then light bulb goes off in my head of, "Well, that's exactly what I want when I'm watching the games from usually during March Madness." And so it's kind of been adjusted now because we're about a month a month behind, uh, maybe maybe five weeks, uh, but yeah. So it's basically about a month. This is normally when the NBA kind of gets stale. And so it's cool because March Madness is going on, you kind of, that's front and center. But there's the, okay, yep, we are in first. No one can really catch us. Or playoff situations are set. We're now, all right, strap in. Guys are going to be treating this like a playoff game. All right, I'm watching tonight.
0: I think this, the NBA can maybe, you know, pat themselves on the back to some degree where they finally tweak this enough to get players to now they're complaining about playing hard? Is that is that what the news is? Because the whole time is how do we keep these guys motivated? And we have finally found something that is motivating them. It is a better product for us as fans. I agree as players this is somewhat of a change, but it shouldn't it doesn't feel that unreasonable.
1: I, I, I get that the the second half of the season has been I mean, the whole season was condensed, but for sure the second half. Uh it seems like a while ago, but it wasn't that long ago that I mean every other week Not even every other week, every other day, games are getting postponed because of COVID protocols. But we really, can you think of the last time we had a game uh, changed because of COVID?
0: Well, this may be a bad day for an example. We did just have a postponement this week, but unrelated to COVID. COVID, Yeah, I mean, it's, it's working. I mean, I know we have some players that have the vaccine, I believe. There was a handful of teams.
1: It's got to be getting closer the same way it is for for the rest of America, that it's getting to the – it's a matter of whether you want it or not and not a matter of whether you were able to get to it or not.
0: Yeah, we have some NBA stories to talk about that. This whole Luka thing and Cuban thing, like I said, I think it's sour grapes, as you said, just nothing. If they end up being a 10 seed, which is possible too, so I thought I was bold to come out with this to be against it. And then this could be the only thing that saves your season you know, a couple of weeks from now. So we'll keep out an eye for that. we we'll are definitely keep an eye out about this vaccination thing that's going on. I did want to bring up and transition into that NFL story where there's a potential where they may require vaccinations throughout the league. And that doesn't seem crazy, but it also seems like something we would want to do cross-country. But then you bring in politics, and I understand that's not exactly our specialty of it, but I mean, someone's going to do this. I don't think the NFL is going to be the first one to do this. Is this something we need to keep our an eye out for, or is this inevitable? Like, am I rooting for this or am I against this? I don't know what what side to be on. <laughs> it's
1: uh, it, it's definitely tricky. There's a huge uh legal portion to it, but the the memo came out and said we are expecting all teams' operation staffs to get the vaccine unless you have a medical or a religious reason not to but with the big but being you there are repercussions if you don't get the vaccine uh nothing like you 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 will not lose your job but if you are not if you don't get the vaccine you're not going to be have access to uh like the football only areas which i got to imagine is the field uh you and you won't be able to work directly or in close proximity with the players so there it, it's kind of a uh i don't think it's like a wink wink sort of deal but saying well you don't have to get it but you kind of have to get it
0: well yeah if you want to do the job like everyone else can do the job you're you're going to need it or you're going to need some sort of waiver or whatever the long term fix of all this is i understand I mean, I strongly encourage everyone to get vaccinated, but if you, for whatever reason, have a fear of doing it, I mean, it should be your choice. But, I mean, it's it's a risk. Like I said, you we should almost have to just sign a waiver of saying, like, look, you're doing this, but I guess the the, the long-term fear of it is you just got to hope all the old people got vaccinated and hope that they're all, they're all the ones, because that I feel like they're the ones that are the most vulnerable or anyone with, like, this underlying condition or something like that, so... As long as they all opt to be vaccinated, us healthy people can fight it out on our own, right? <laughs> Terrible advice. Don't uh, listen to us. <laughs> I'd I'd like, I'd like to hope so,
1: but it seems rather than fight it out yourself, just get the vaccine, and then you're in a way better situation.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, it doesn't shock me that the NFL is going to be the first one to just cause drama with this. It, it's inevitable, though. I don't see it. It's, going it's away.
1: gonna be go it's gonna be happening uh across across America, uh is where you have the, the first wave of the people that are as soon as it as it comes out I'm gonna get it. Uh the second wave of the okay, I could just go in, I can get it done, this isn't a big deal, cool. But then there's gonna be the last uh last bit of people that do not wanna get it and figuring out how to make sure that those people get it so we can get to the herd immunity and We'll, we'll all be be good to kind of go back to back to relatively uh, normal. It's going to be interesting because the people that did get the vaccine are are not going to want to work with people that did not because you know it, it seems like there is still at least a, a little bit of a of a risk. And as employers, just figuring that out and whether it's I don't even know if they, like legally if you can force people. So I think there's going to be a lot more of incentives. Uh, You're seeing, you know, Krispy Kreme. I think we talked about it. I saw recently Sam Adams. uh, They're offering uh, free beers to people if they get the vaccine. So that's not even their employees. That's just people in general. So within your own company, I got to imagine they are going to come up with some sort of a a tease.
0: Well, speaking of as we transition to quote unquote normal, there's a dating app, Kinge, who is willing to incentivize you to go on dates. I, we, I think we've talked about hinge before. I have not heard about this sort of financial incentive. what What are they willing to set up for you here? You go on the app, you, you match with somebody and then what?
1: Then you you go on the date, you then afterwards get a hold of them. It has to be an in-person date. and this is for this week. So gotta get your act together quickly on this. And then after you have the date, you have to use the We Met feature on the app, and they will send you $100. Oh,
0: man. $100 date money right there. (laughs) Depending on what your budget was to begin with, this could uh, be the whole thing or really add to to the whole thing. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if this is exactly what we want to be going on right now. You know what? This should be a vaccination thing right here. This is it. You can only use this if you're vaccinated. Boom. Okay. Just just fixed it. Well, I mean, let me ask you this: uh, we're we're partially vaccinated. We'll say I'm a little bit closer to being almost done. Actually, you you don't have long either, right? Your next appointment?
1: Uh, it's uh first week of May. All
0: right. Yeah, I'm like the last week of April, so we're we're pretty much there. Uh, would you go on a on a little date with somebody who was not vaccinated? The other thing is, how do you even confirm this? Like, I'm taking someone's word. I'm not. I don't need you to show me the card. That feels like invasion. Of... This is a first date. This is, but well, the idea is for
1: this is you go on the first date and then the money is for the second date. So hopefully the first date went pretty well. So you gotta gotta hope that that went went well.
0: I'm imagining this is paying for the first date that did not go well.
1: Oh, just reimbursing. Reimbursing you much. entirely. Why did it not go well on the first day? Is it because he demanded to see her vaccine card?
0: I, I, you think that was the first reason? I mean, <laughs> they're going on a date. I don't, be know, here. I don't know.
1: You seem, <laughs> you seem pretty confident that it went terribly in this, this hypothetical that we're creating right now.
0: I'm just saying, if you're one of those people that is worried about the risk of it going completely wrong and being a disaster, at least you know somewhere down the road you got an extra hundred dollars in your pocket, and that should relieve you some of that tension a little bit.
1: Oh, well, hold on. I'm assuming if it wasn't a great date for you, it wasn't great for her either. I don't think you get the whole hundred dollars. It's a hundred dollars for the date. So you got to factor that into your numbers.
0: We went on the first date. That's what we were getting paid for. We're not getting, we're we're getting paid for the second date. We're getting
1: you, you, not you singular, you plural. You get 50 and she gets 50.
0: Oh man. Yeah. Now, now we're, now we're getting takeout. (laughs)
1: It's the same amount of money that it was before.
0: I thought I was getting the whole hundred. Why would you get the whole hundred? I'm assuming I'm... You're con- the one that ruined the date. I also might be the one that paid for the date.
1: Oh, good luck with that. <laughs> I, this is why this is for the second date. <laughs> you take care of the first date like a gentleman, and then the money grows in, and then you can use that for a bigger second date.
0: I feel like they're going to figure this out, and it's going to be like, hey... I know we didn't really hit it off, but I guess you get a second chance at some degree of this. You know, that's uh, I know we didn't hit it off, but hey, we if we you know want to do this again, we can get $100 for the next one. Maybe money will fix this? <laughs> yeah, well, it's like uh, I, everybody eats, right?
1: <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. Maybe you got to do something else on the date, something more fun than eating.
0: Maybe. I. I don't know what's open yet. I don't know what's open either. I just kind of assuming that would be something we're all excited to go back and do. I mean, I, I miss eating out. You don't miss eating out.
1: Oh yeah. I, I miss, I miss, I miss all the things are going out. I think what I missed the most is, uh, I, I came across it. Uh, I think it was last week or maybe a week and a half ago. And I'm pretty sure it was, uh, Central Park in, in New York city, but it was definitely in, in the, in the park in a, in a city. And, uh, older, older gentleman was, uh, was singing, uh, living on a prayer by uh, Bon Jovi. And then just everybody around just jumped in and started singing. And just those impromptu group events, like any, anywhere where a crowd and a crowd just jumps in on something, you know, it's usually more sports related, but I think that's what it's like the going out or you're out at the bar at, at late at night and your know, journey comes on. And then just, everyone <laughs> is just like, I'm in, I'm totally in on this. I'm, I'm going to sing and I'm having a great time.
0: That's the main point of music festivals for me: is how many people can you get to sing along to this song? That's that's it. There's always a tailgate aspect that we're missing. Also, there's there's always a sing along and a tailgate, especially after the win, leaving leaving the concert, going back to the campground, or or leaving the stadium after the game, going into the parking lot. and yeah, I, I agree well, with you that.
1: You just you just mentioned that uh, end of the end of the month you'll have your your second vaccine, so. When is uh, when's the first concert going to be for you?
0: Oh, I don't know. I don't. I don't have anyone to go with. No one's vaccinated.
1: <laughs> well, I got to imagine that people aren't going to be uh, be far behind it. Do you have anything uh, anything lined up? Any specific uh, venues or? locations or bands that you kind of got your eye on
0: no i'm having a hard time figuring out where hell i'm gonna live the next couple of months let alone what concerts i'm gonna go to this this could Maybe actually that's dis-
1: how you figure it out you base <laughs> it off the concerts rather than anything else
0: this this sounds like how i picked colleges to apply to i picked a color uh
1: and how look how that turned out for you
0: it seemed I, to work well it was the only one i didn't get into <laughs> yeah i it's, it's it's an option i i I feel very, very concerned about all of it, though. Also, I'm not ready to go back straight to parting. Like the music concert seems like I need to progress a little bit to it. I'm, I'm, I've been, I haven't trained for a year here. I, don't know how to use Uber anymore. Like, am I, I definitely need some practice runs. I agree. You know that the autopilot was pretty good for a while there. I haven't tested that one out for a long time. That's that's gonna need a dry run and a test run and a couple more test runs after that. It's gonna need gonna need a lot of trials to at least get back to what it used to be well it's
1: a good thing that uh it's a it's 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 only spring so by, by summertime we should be we should be back to back tip top shape
0: yeah back to doing things outside that we could already do but i'm just excited for the weather to turn it's turning a little bit right now here on the east coast so i'm i'm happy about that oh, we might get snow this weekend i saw that that low chance yeah messy weather uh speaking of messy stuff uh this this kind of pays me to talk about this this retirement it really feels like a true end of the era right now like do we have any champions left on on the patriots anymore do we do we have anyone uh, Ju- julian Edible has decided to retire and there's a weird way he's managed to get paid out of all this did you figure out that little contract secret thing that the patriots pulled off here all all i know is that
1: the him failing the physical seemed to be on purpose, and by having the the failed physical, he was eligible for uh, injury protection benefit, uh, and he'll be able to collect up to two million dollars through this benefit. So I don't know if that's like you get reimbursed for medical expenditures or if dollars, but you know that's how the news uh, initially came out, and then it seemed like before I heard that of after the fact, it's like, well, he's kind of getting, he's kind of getting cut and because he's getting cut, he's just retiring. And it's like, man, rough, rough way for this guy's career to end. That has had a ton of successful playoff moments for us. And you're, you only get to play six games. You don't have to, you don't get the, this is my last game. Everybody knows this is my last game. And now you don't even get to do like your own retirement, you know, you get to announce it. It's kind of just, leaked on you but as the as the night went on seemed like it kind of took care of itself this was uh this was on purpose and he did a uh did a video uh i really like the video what would
0: you what do you think of the, the video the, vid- the video was cool the video was just very much of we're gonna take in the moment with some us with some other awesome moments and we're not even gonna really highlight it we're just gonna both almost like a not not a moment of silence, but like a moment of unity. Or like we're all well, everybody, page, every Patriot fan that watched that could just glimpse for a second and have that feeling of each Super Bowl, each big moment, and just just take it in for one last time together. I, I I didn't really feel too shocked by. I didn't feel shocked at all about the retirement. It was a little weird about the payout and the failed hit, the failed physical and all that. But that this I guess that was beneficial to him. So if I don't understand it, it was somehow good for him. More power to him. I. I'm a little bummed we're not going to get, like, this this last game at least, one more Foxborough run, one more fan game with him in there, just one more maybe jersey swap with a couple other guys in the league. Like, we don't get any of that now. Uh, do you think he hangs out around the team? I can't imagine him just riding off into the sunset. Is he part of this organization going forward, or is he gone? Like, is this... Do we, do we hear about I gotta him? Gotta imagine
1: is- he can do a uh, he, he he can do whatever he wants. You know he's he's a for for regular people he's not old for football he's he's pretty old but he's he's 35 so he could he go a lot of different directions. He's a, he's a popular popular guy. I was uh, I thought I thought in his in his retirement video that he did it was cool that he mentioned you know you guys took me and my family into to like a location. Like we didn't know anything about new England <laughs> and you guys took me in and you like, and he's like, I am one of you now. And just, he, he was a seventh round pick. He was a quarterback at Kent state. Like he got drafted. Belichick just grabs this guy. And I think you they were looking at him for, for cornerback or if, probably just basic uh, special teams. And then for him to, he was, MVP of a Super Bowl in a game that Tom Brady played in. <laughs> like That's hard. It's hard to do.
0: A hell, a hell of a guy. A lot of, a lot of awesome games. Uh, just a bummer to lose. It really feels like an end of an era. I have an inside source, though, that tells me he is coming back to the league and that there's a decent percentage, I'll put it, that he is going to return and he's going to return to Tampa Bay. You have
1: familiar a very specific with- on what those chances are.
0: You're very familiar with this source here. I, I was going to let you quote him for the exact number of anticipation of uh, chance of Edelman returning.
1: Uh, Gronk said there was a 69 percent chance that he was going to return <laughs> to football and play for Tampa Bay. 69. That that uh.
0: Very strategic.
1: If if, if, if you saw the, saw the video, it was uh, all all in jest.
0: Yeah, wait till Godwin's hurt again, week four, and there's someone. We just need someone to fill in, and i I bet he's I bet he stays in shape. I mean, for all I know, maybe he'll be like Gronk, where he takes a year off, and suddenly he's in even better shape coming back. It's just just needs some rest. I I worry about Elvin's long term, uh, the CTE and the head injuries and all that. That that guy's taking some shots. That guy played football. I didn't. <laughs>
1: i mean i'm just looking. i'm just looking through he's got the the second most receptions and second most yards in postseason history he has uh he had six games in the postseason with at least 100 receiving yards that's tied with michael irvin and only behind uh and only behind rice and so you, you hear these names just for for a seventh round pick and a, a guy i think a lot of times was uh you know not not as good during the regular season but I, I I think hes he's got the best catch in, in Super Bowl history especially in the the non the non- uh, touchdown uh division of it that, that, that catch in that Atlanta Super Bowl I, I watched it I think like 10 times yesterday because people were posting all the all the stuff about Edelman and still it's like how, how there are three guys there it gets tipped he's diving for it it it, it almost hits the ground a, a couple of times and still comes down with it. They, I know they for sure reviewed it afterwards, and still, definitely good.
0: What wasn't even the best catch of that game? I, I'm gonna say it. I, I, I love Edelman. I love the Patriots. I think the best thing about Edelman is he showed up for all these big games. And when we rewatch all these Super Bowls and these highlights going long term, he's gonna be in so many of them. And, and I oh, think you're so many of them. I think you're gonna. It's almost like he's gonna get more famous after. <laughs> you know that his name is just going to somehow stay relevant. He's going to be forever engraved with a lot of these Tom Brady Super Bowls and and in all, a lot of the just Patriot history. Uh, I'll be curious if he hangs around with the team or not, or, you know, long-term here, but, you know, injuries got the best of him. I mean, he played through a lot of them. Uh, In a 12-year career, that's a long time. I mean, making something out of nothing, like you said, coming from where he came from. Uh, but injuries are a part of the game. They happen to a lot of people. They happen to someone else this week in the NBA and Jamal Murray tearing his ACL. Looks like he's going to be done for the year. And the timing of it, I can't think of it being any worse. I, the only one I could think of being worse was what Derek Rose, the first game of the first playoff week. I, I think he tears his ACL. I think that was against the Celtics yeah. too. That was the worst.
1: No, no, it wasn't. it wasn't against the Celtics.
0: It was a Philly? It might have been a Philly. And then they lose that series. I think that was the other disaster of that. A- anyways, the, I, specifically I'm talking about the calendar year of it. Just because you get so much time, and then you get a little recovery time, and then if you, and there's never a good time to tear your ACL. I just think later in the year is the worst time, because by the time the season starts, you're just kind of getting started. You're not even ready to go, and then you're going to miss most of the following year just recovering. And then the off season starts, and it's just you're just thrown off by a lot of things. But I've seen miracles happen with a lot of these guys. I always throw Adrian Peterson out there as some miracle, what was that, like six, eight weeks, something crazy, and he's like training and back, so I will, Jamal Murray could be one of those superhuman guys, I won't say that's going to happen for sure, but this definitely changes everything for Denver, just overnight, What, what are your concerns for Denver here, do they have an answer, or are we just too busy grieving now and the season's over?
1: It's uh, it's 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 definitely unfortunate. They they still have uh, they still have uh, the Joker, so they, they didn't lose their their best player, but hopefully uh, Michael Porter Jr. can step up. It's just it's just unfortunate. Uh, woke woke up this morning and definitely the Steph news was on on, on front street, and so there's actually like a, a handful of other NBA news that I saw before I even got down to uh he had I had a bad bad knee injury and i saw i saw the replay and just one of those nothing's gonna come out of this and be like oh okay yeah he's gonna be fine it's what's like the least worst thing that can happen here and nope for sure later in the day comes out torn acl just man yeah he's got a long way to recover like you said it's the end of the year and it's later than it normally is so uh, it's not gonna he's not gonna be coming back until at least christmas if, if it might even be more of a um of an all-star break next year sort of situation and that's just always difficult to you know, you're waiting for a guy you're waiting for a guy and even when he comes back it, it it's not no it's not come and put him back in it's it's kind of like, oh wait maybe you can play a little bit next following year will be like full off season and then there's a chance and it's like Man, you see these guys. You see John Wall. I mean, he's younger than some than John Wall, but for a guy to be gone that long, it just, it's it's tough.
0: Well, the saddest part is, is this is a very important. It's the second most important building block they have on this roster, as well as you have Jokic right now, who's having, I, I don't think it's even arguable anymore, an MVP type season. I know it's a very weird year for that award, but he's he's having a really good year. Is what I'm saying, and you're gonna waste this year to some degree because your second best player's out. And you're going to start the next year without him and hope for some upside that maybe some of these other pieces are better than what you thought. And now you're going to have that chance to find out. It really just thinks that this is what you're going to be finding out this year and next year rather than honestly competing for an NBA championship. Like that's that that's gone right now. That's that just disappeared. And that really sucks. I mean, how many times you you're lucky your team has any chance at it. And for that to just kind of taken away from you, man, that's that's rough. But you know, I have faith in the Joker. I do think they'll still win a lot of regular season games. I think that team aspect will be good. But the second the playoffs start and it's double team Joker and let's let's count on someone else. Let's I mean Murray is having multiple what 50-40 point games last year. I don't know. Where oh, he,
1: he was he was unreal in the in the bubble.
0: I think Jokic can, you know, hold his own against a lot of guys, but at some point you just can't do everything. He was doing so much in last year's playoffs and not scoring fifty points. I don't know where you're gonna get the fifty points from someone else. Aaron Gordon? it's really unfair that Gordon was doing so well and i I know the numbers are what the numbers are, but if you watch a couple of the games, he just fits in there and I thought he was finally being utilized the way he should have been utilized and now you increase his usage. I feel like you're gonna see some of the flaws we saw over there. And now it's going to look like, why did we trade for this guy? It's like, well, you didn't trade him to do this role. You traded him to be like the third, fourth guy option. And if he ends up jumping up being second or third, I mean, it's, I don't know where Michael Porter Jr. is going to be. I don't know whether to just throw out bull bull and see just what happens the rest of the year or or if we just try to, you know, plug all the holes and hold everything together here and just try to finish it out. i It just sucks. It just It's just such a bummer. Are you giving them any chance, any hope? Are you going to be like, yes, this is where Michael Porter Jr. really makes a step, and you know we, we really see like maybe him even taking a, the number two spot?
1: Uh, definitely not until they've actually lost the series. Because I've seen them be uh, be be down and people count them out, and uh, I'm not I'm not going to be in that group this year.
0: Yeah, it's the problem is is I really like a lot of the other teams in the West. So any any sort of it's like this just makes my decision easier in deciding who I think is good in the West or not. It's it's just that's the only I think the argument here is just like all right, you took out one player that they should just be worse. We'll we'll see. I mean, gonna put, be, the style of play is is their advantage though.
1: It's gonna it's gonna be tough for them. They're gonna be in a similar situation the Warriors are with Clay, where you got a guy that's making thirty million dollars that does not contribute at all. I mean, to to, to no fault of his own. But you're just you're at a thirty million dollar disadvantage to everybody else.
0: Do you think they will trade him for Kemba Walker? No. Why not? They could have him right now. They could be he could be playing next week. He'll be there right now. I mean, obviously the trade uh, deadlines passed. I'm just saying in this the,
1: the, the trade deadlines passed was my first one. And this is the the first year of his uh five year contract. So I think I think they're gonna hold on to him. He's still still pretty young.
0: Help me sell here. He's locked in. It was Zach Zach Levine,
1: uh, towards ACL. He, 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 it was, it was ACL. It wasn't Achilles or anything. Right. And he, he, he's back. It it takes a while, but he's doing things again.
0: I, I wish, I wish him all the best. He is, he is doing things. I don't know. It's not, he's not missing out. He didn't miss out on the same situation. Murray's missing out in, in that they were a real team this year. Had a real chance. Could have had some real top-shot moments, you know?
1: He, he does have some.
0: Well, I got my first one this week. It was it was exciting. The wait is a little ridiculous, but I, it's kind of nice to be looking forward to something right now. I don't really have the busiest calendar, and the past year has been, well, the past year. So looking forward to something that you know, brings me a little joy every now and then. It didn't really break the bank too much. I I, I liked it. It's, it's been... It's been fun. I don't know what the long term organization of it all is. I don't know if it's constantly I order this and then maybe they send it to me in two weeks or ten days or tomorrow. I
1: So you were in a uh maybe not maybe it is actually maybe it's not I was just gonna you were in a unique situation, but maybe it's really not a unique situation. So normally when they have a pack drop, there is a certain amount that they give out. And when they do that, you get the pack as soon as that happens. So it's it's much more of a this is something that's going to happen to me this afternoon but what you did and i mean i did as well was the the pre-order pack and with the pre-order pack they want to make sure that anybody that wants to get their hands on this has a chance and so this past one they had the the queue open for i believe it was three consecutive days to say you just show up you come in you're going to get a pack but with that there's I think they sold over three hundred thousand packs. There's three in each pack, so you, there's close to a, a million moments that you have to have to create. So that's why it took. Uh, I think they were advertising like two weeks, but then I think it was only. It was closer. I think it was closer to ten days, and it was just very cool that they did uh, did deliver while we were while we were hanging out. So it's it's fun to see uh, other other people open open their packs and see see who they got and what moments are cool or what players they got were cool. All I-
0: right.
1: What, uh, what 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 would you like about the uh the process sounds like you didn't like the waiting time which if it's not a pre-order that that won't be an issue anymore
0: well it's more of I'm just convinced that this sort of nft i guess almost hobby investment could apply to any like this could be bringing joy to somebody in any way in the future like whether it's going to be something I wouldn't be convinced if everybody's just suddenly buying these in some form or another. Like there's some sort of strategic personality NFT that can target towards you that I think you'll pay money for. And that I think someone else will pay even more money for that just makes something just makes business out of business. kind of. So I'm interested to be I'm just happy to be part of that. And I'm curious to see what other things people end up buying in this sort of form. Uh, the long term of have it. You, have I'm, you
1: have you held on to all your moments? I've you... held
0: on to everything. I don't think I really have anything worth selling right now. But it's it's very much like I didn't buy this to get rich overnight. I mean, obviously, if that was an option, I'd contemplate awesome. some of it. But I I think if you come in with that attitude, it it really just be patient with it. I, I'm sure you can be patient with just about any other investment as well. And like just acknowledge it is investment. It's not free. Does does cost no. a little bit of something. There is a little bit of riskiness in here. Uh, but the highlights are cool, and it's it's fun to compare. I wish uh I wish I knew more people that had cooler stuff. I feel like it's also new that I don't really know anyone that's got like uh they have numbers on them, like uh the rankings on them, the depending on yeah, the release cer- number, the cer- serial numbers, the serial numbers. Like if I knew somebody with like a top ten serial number of even like the worst card, I think I'd be. Oh, that's, that's cool. That's, that's super rare. That's lucky you. I, I don't know anyone like that though. So I think that would be like the next thing is just growing this and seeing how lucky anyone else gets. And maybe I even get lucky. I, I won't say that's impossible. I think I made out with this pack. I wouldn't say it's going to, I'm not going to retire off it, but you know, there's, there's some potential in the long term here. I got, I got a Russell Westbrook one. I, I think he's one more, uh, one more triple double away from uh making me some money. <laughs> <laughs> uh I yeah, remember you. you
1: got one of your one of your favorite players right? right in your first pack, Russell Westbrook.
0: It was the first card too. When you when you receive these packs, they, they you you were literally like unwrapping them. There's like a whole presentation online uh, and then it it opens up like a book almost and then the name comes up and it's like, "Oh, really?" So the first thing I'm reading it's it's Russell Westbrook. <laughs> And they're all the highlights are from this year, so it's Russell Westbrook in Washington doing a euro step. I don't know how soon we're gonna forget about his stint in Washington or if this is gonna be like he spends another 10 years here which which one do you think adds some more value to my my, my moment NBA moment I was uh is uh the past couple of days they're
1: doing a uh, a showcase con, con- uh, contest and so with your moments you can put them together i think anywhere from two to i don't know maybe, maybe like 15 maybe maybe 10 10 to 15 and so it kind of creates a little a little video slideshow so you could put together all guys from the same team if you wanted to you could put together all all dunks if you wanted to but for this one specifically the you, you can make you can create them all the time but for this contest, you could only use certain players and when I looked a little closer and I read this on, on on the first the first look through was that these are all players that have uh, accounts on top shot and I guess are active to to some degree but I I don't really think that there's any stars but they're definitely uh former all-Stars and you know guys
0: Yeah, no, I had a good time buying the, the NFTs. If, if you do, if you don't already have an NBA moment, you should check it out. I mean, if anything, you can ask one of us; we'll send you a. We can share you our moments, and then you can uh, see if you like it or not.
1: Uh, it's it is real real easy to share. And yeah. uh, last last I checked, actually, I got it got open right now. the uh, the The cheapest moment moment on the marketplace is somewhere uh, like four or five dollars.
0: Yeah, I haven't bought anything on the market. I think this is very much I'm gonna buy the packs and then just hope that I hit a home run on one of the packs. And if not, I'll just hold the thing and just hope that this up over time and that'll be the the hopeful thing. But the other thing that like you were mentioning earlier before you got cut off here is just some of the requirements to get some of these special offers is you know you got to have certain players, you could have to have a certain number of moments, you got to have a certain uh, combination of them for this one last promo here that that that's how you're this is how you're making this addictive now of, of incentivizing incentivizing and all of this and then you have these very special packs where that's literally the value of all this is just in the rarity of them so if you make all these rare options i i, I just see them ratcheting up the the, the competition here in with some really creative ways especially if you're trying to promo these specific players who now have partnerships with them it's it's just the perfect merry go round of making everybody happy here. The players get these moments. You guys get these moments for having these players. It's <laughs> and then you qualify for this additional pack option. That's I don't know. I don't know who's I don't know who's running this over here, but they're they're having fun with it. I know that. <laughs> it's
1: the uh the, the, the Dapper. The Dapper guys who are running it and they have uh they, they have a deal with, with the NBA. So the NBA is uh, very invested in making sure this is successful so I could see them it, it, they're not going to be telling their players, hey, stay away from that. I don't know what's going on over there. It's like, yes, please go, go help in <laughs> any way that you can. Uh, they really haven't done any official marketing. Uh, they've been doing things kind of like this, this latest showcase uh, contest where part of it is you have to get these certain players, you have to get so many likes and you have to post it on your on your Twitter account. So just kind of, it's advertising through the, through the people still, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, during the playoffs, if there were not uh, com- commercials uh, pretty, pretty frequently, uh, I would think they really took advantage of the, of the all-star game and would think uh, the, the playoffs would be a natural, natural stepping
0: stone. Everything's new. I mean, think they, they could change everything overnight. I feel like they have so much control over it that there's so many options to go from here. Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised for a commercial. Uh, it is, it has just been nice, like I said, to look forward to something. I didn't love the wait, but you know what? I also haven't loved the wait for any film or m- media all year, all the movies, all the TV shows, everything I'm, I'm as impatient as ever. I hate starting shows that are live and then I have somehow gotten sucked into this being part of culture here and watching all these current shows. And now feel so punished for having waiting now two, three years for some of these shows. Zach, what is the current state of, of TV out there? What what are you waiting for? Well, my
1: my list has me about uh four years behind.
0: Is this the strong argument for the list? This is this is it? <laughs> Uh, it's it's hard to it's hard to wait for these shows. I I think I just wrapped up Shameless this week. That was a bit of a rough ending. Uh, I did I just did watch the the first season of Ted Lasso, and who knows how long I gotta wait for that one. Let's see if we can get Zach back. I also have just seen movies are getting pushed back as well. I saw two Tom Cruise movies being pushed. Uh, both The Mission Impossible and The Top Gun are now coming out later this year. They were supposed to come out last June. I, I think as early as last June. The, the wait, the wait's killing me. and this whole, everybody needs to get vaccinated so I can start seeing these movies and shows. I'm, I'm being as impatient as anyone else. Uh, but you, you got your fancy list over there, so you may not be running into this problem as much.
1: No, not not nearly as much. Uh, I've I've been kind of slipping behind a little bit. I think what I've been struggling with the most is the the shows aren't on their on their normal schedules. Usually, you have you know the 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 cable shows are kind of when people are in school. It's kind of an easy way to remember it, uh, and it's just easier to follow. Where with the, with COVID, just I, I keep getting kind of almost blindsided by oh oh this this show came back it came back four weeks ago i've missed four episodes oh okay i guess i gotta go back and back and check that out uh specifically uh the flash and mayans i uh i've, I've been trying to trying to catch up on on those um I, I i i was wondering when you've been starting the the new shows are you still on the like it has to be completely finished or can it be close to finished or what what, what is, what's your
0: rule well it's hard it's really hard to find something that was finished and was also really good because if it was really good and somewhat recent. It's it's still going. There's no reason to stop the train. And then on the flip side, I feel like you're seeing a new trend within the last maybe five years or so of these miniseries. And I love that because it's it just solves it. It's a nice ending. They wrap it up. There's maybe not a ton of it. It's also not as much of a commitment. And, you know, I, I have a hard time starting a show unless it's recommended by a few people, though. That's 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 tough. Fargo was just recommended. I really liked the movie. That was a strong enough selling point. Then you told me there's a couple other seasons after it that are not in Minnesota and take different little seasonal crime miniseries kind of ways of, about it. And I, and I like that. I just we don't need to force and dry out like the whole concept of one idea. We, we can tweak it a little bit and get more out of it. I, I like that. It, it's not quite the sequel Strategy, I think it's a little bit more thought out and a little bit better quality, but I, I guess the, I guess I'm really looking for shows that are wrapped up. I don't have to wait forever for. But I have still fallen into the trap for multiple shows. I, I mentioned Ted Lasso earlier. That's only one season and one of the very few shows on Apple TV Plus. But I really liked it. But I mean, if you're really motivated, you're gonna fly through that one in a weekend. I think it's ten episodes, 25, 30 minutes episodes, and if you're a binge watcher, yeah, that you know, you know how that goes. That's that's not a that's not a whole lot of content there. So I just flashed through that. That went way way too quick. Um, but I've also seen a lot of old shows now. You know, there's only one Sopranos. There's only one Wire. It's not like I just missed of one. You know, there's there's very few ones that are obviously popular and obviously recognized that I I have not seen. There's probably a few that are that I just have chosen not to watch. I can think of one right now that our viewers will probably stop listening to me after we destroy their most famous uh, popular dragon show here. But uh, maybe we'll save that for another podcast.
1: Well, Shameless just uh, finished it's, uh, it's, its long run. Uh, I think neither of us were really a, a huge fan of it. Uh who who do you remember who recommended it to you how how you got started with it
0: So I this was a college show I I was recommended when I was in college and I think there was something to do about the I don't know there's like a rawness to it there's definitely a vulgarness to it there's absolutely a sexual appeal to a lot of it I don't want to say it was entirely motivated by that but it was also just a watching bad people do bad things addictive thing. But it was very different where it was still current and along with the times. I mean, they stay current up to the last season to the point where they're wearing masks just regularly like this whole last season. And I thought that was kind of cool as well as you see all of these kids and child actors just grow up and somehow put their careers together. Thank God to the strength of the show. I don't think the show was very good, but I don't think anyone on it was terrible. I'd be curious to see what Where these actors branch out to, especially some of the younger ones. Like I don't, I don't know what Liam's next big thing is, but I, I feel like he could be a child star here. Uh, but a very frustrating show if that's what you were looking for me to more comment on. It's just a, a struggle finish. I did hear multiple rumors that part of the rushed last season here was because they had to throw out so many different storylines. They had ideas to bring in other actors and do a couple different things, but because of COVID and scheduling, and then just having to get the show done, they weren't able to do as much as they wanted for the last season year. So I predict that they go the Dexter route, which Dexter's been off what five, four years now, maybe longer, and they are coming out with one more conclusion season. Uh, five five years later, I I think that's uh that's the shameless route right there. You have a hell of a lot more characters in Shameless, so this will be challenging. It may take even longer, but I think that's inevitable. I'd be very shocked if this is the ending that they leave us with. uh, You don't sound excited for more Shameless, though. I think there's hope to wrap this up. I don't know what it looks like. I just think there's a better job that can be done.
1: What what more did you want to see?
0: I just wanted a little bit more time of them. I don't think I, I I guess I really just want to see everybody in the new life it could have been a 30 second cut at the end hey, I feel like they gave us this, a direction this, this that's the
1: whole point of the show this is their life it doesn't get better uh
0: it's move you you move forward sloppy that's that's life all right it's that's that's all it is
1: <laughs> I I didn't see it as uh I, I, I was fine with the uh, with the ending uh But to me, it seemed like if you were to do the, hey, what are these guys up to? And you know, five five years later or something, I just imagine they're all in the same spot, if not a worse spot.
0: Well, they could have shown that. Like, what, like what would they, have been lost. They of sold,
1: the, like, they sold the house, but it, it, they they blew the blew through the money real fast, and now they're still trying to do scams and just barely trying to make ends meet. Um. You know, it's funny it that the, in this the Melkovich Malcov- kid, he did something stupid, so they got kicked out and they didn't get their last month's rent, so he was pissed, so he tried to rob the place and now he's back in prison. I would have been fine with that ending too. That was it- the whole but that's been the whole the whole show. What do you need the extra 30 seconds of it for? Like you already know.
0: I guess I just wanted Fiona to uh, sorry, spoiler alerts for all this. She does not come back. I felt like it. It might have made me a little bit more complete with the ending here. If she, if she does make an appearance, it felt like she would have. Uh, but then again, maybe maybe she wouldn't because she left for a reason, and that's why she's not there. Uh, is it weird that you're so against this show, as well as I have a lot of problems with this? Of there's other anti-hero shows though where we're obsessed, where we're almost borderline rooting for them, I, and the Sopranos are by no means worth the same breath a sentence of this show quality here but in that one and in say in mad men same example again do not compare these shows but we're rooting for again bad people essentially that's that's what you're supporting that's what you want you want to see if they can get away with it you want to see how much they can get away with you want to see who's going to stop them from getting away with it, whether it's the cops or other competitions and yeah in this one it just felt because they're somewhat normal that nothing I guess superpower they weren't superhumans like that like Don almost feels like a superman with his ad powers and you know big management and all that and Tony's powerful for the very obvious reasons I I don't think I need to explain those ones but uh is it weird that we didn't love the anti-heroes in this show as much like we almost blamed them for a lot of the problems I don't think
1: it had so much to do with it being being anti-heroes i think it was the way that the show was advertised like like recommended to me uh i definitely got in on this late i'm gonna say it was in the past few years and then i watched as it as it came on but was definitely way behind I was not uh an early early adopter by by any stretch so the people that liked it were really into it and i i had an idea of the characters just because there's there's memes and just, just the references. I kind of just, just picked up on it, but it it was recommended to me as a hilarious comedy, and everyone's saying like, oh, Frank, Frank is so funny, and Frank is like my spirit animal. Like, oh yeah, like he just, like he just doesn't care. And then you watch it, it's like this, this is just, there's just a junkie that's just doing whatever he he needs to do to get a fix. He's he's a terrible person to his kids. Uh, they very much soften that up after I don't know if it was season one or season two. But in, in the first couple seasons, I mean, he, he, he beats on some of the kids. Like it, it, it hits pretty dark and then it definitely loosens up in the later seasons. And he's a little more of a, of a goofball and you can kind of, you, you can, you can laugh at him more than before of like, this, this is not, this is not enjoyable to watch. This, this is not fun at all. I think that's a, where it was where some of the other shows you mentioned, it seemed like sometimes there was fun things that went on, or there seems to be some sort of moving forward where with Shameless, it was the show just like, it, it, I don't feel better after watching it. it. Doesn't seem like anything really happens. And I, I think uh, Fiona definitely had some like, was at least trying to move forward, was trying to do the right thing. It would have backslides and I, I'm, I'm fine with that as character development and makes it more like actual people than, than just normal TV characters overall it was one of the shows when it ended it's almost like a like a a sigh of relief of like cool all right well I, I committed and i said i was gonna like i'm gonna finish it i'm gonna see how it ends but i i don't have any oh man i can't wait for, for a rewatch of this one uh
0: one well, the last thing I'll, I'll say about shameless and i think hearing you say all the the, the frank kind of character development softening up a little bit i almost feel like that was part of the weakness of the show was once everybody universally in the family decided we're no longer going to care about this guy. And then it was like, well, you're you're not caring about him anymore, and yet none of your lives are really improving. And I, I know that's a lot of direct blame to all of that. It was just, it felt like this internal battle between them was what was kind of keeping everything fresh. There was always a wild card to that. Not that the wild card went away, it just that went away them them, pretty much openly admitting that they weren't going to ever care about Frank ever again for obvious, obvious reasons. Almost like made it, made us not care about him as much. And I think that made the show not, not, they not care about the show as much. I think that's, that's so hard to stretch for this long. I felt like for a little bit there, the kids were growing up too fast and they were trying to crank out as many seasons as they could. And then towards the end here, it was like, all right, let's just end this. Like they're, their lives are not going to change that much right now. They're at this this age where it, you could fast forward 10 years from now and two years from now, and it's really probably, like you said, not going to look that different. But-
1: I, I thought it was impressive uh, from a, a, more of a, a technical standpoint. You, you grab these kids and legitimately children, and each season they're just like a little bit older and dealing with that uh like, that's just gonna be very hard to do you know they're able to do it with uh you know movies like they did with, uh, with the harry potter movies but i don't think there's a lot of uh a lot of comparisons and just kind of constantly having kids on a show is hard to do and then to keep them where it's not well they had some kids but it's really more about the adults so the kids you know go off to college and you know maybe you hear them on the phone or there's some sort of small interaction it's like oh no all of them are still very much main parts of the show.
0: Very, very impressive in that aspect. All in all, we just spent way too much talking about a show that I don't think either of us would recommend.
1: I think we just had to all get it out there. I think that makes it, uh, you know, some nice closure. You're not just sitting with these thoughts piled up in your head.
0: I always hate when a show ends. I guess it's, I, that's probably what I dislike about all the finales the most show's got to come to an end it's over there's nothing else after it
1: yep yep but the good part is uh it opens up uh opportunity for you to to, uh, meet a whole new cast of uh of characters
0: yeah there also is an original british version uh i believe as as well so if you were some super fan for some reason of this and you're looking for more uh, I imagine you probably went from the other one to this one, but if you did not and you didn't know that, uh, now you do. That, that's why you listen to the podcast and you listen on Spotify and all these other streaming platforms. Uh, what else are we on? We're on everything. We even got us on Facebook. Make sure you follow us the page on there. A little column A, a little column B, podcast. Zach, we got about one minute before we finish this show here. What's the latest date on the? What's the latest up to date update on the backflip here? Are we slowly recovering from the knee injury?
1: I would say slowly recovering. I'm uh I'm I'm able to walk around where last week I was I was hobbling around. So definitely definitely getting closer. Haven't been able to do any sort of uh, jumping around yet. So still still a ways off. I would say on any any backflip attempts.
0: I have, I have new ideas. I think if for some reason you, you can do a front flip easier, you should do that, and we will just reverse the footage. We'll just rewind it. Poof. There you go. Okay.
1: Back flips for Zach. I will, I will keep that in mind.
0: I have also thrown out the option, I don't know if you want to share with the listeners, that if you wanted to use a bike or a motorcycle, just as a reminder, that's fair game as well. I'm pretty sure
1: you opened it up to pretty much any vehicle, and that seemed more complicated. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you could jump over something, too. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Thank you, as always, for listening. Little column A, little column B.